Hey everybody, it's Kyle coming to you from my car. Uh, man, <laughs> whirlwind week. <laughs> uh, that's probably, I don't know, man. The, the weekend where my mom passed away, that Martin Luther King Jr. weekend, uh, when that tournament was going on and my mom died. I mean, it was a lot happening that weekend, a lot. And really, even last weekend where there was a swim meet in the middle of the day on Saturday and we had to leave the volleyball tournament, go swim and come back, that was a lot too. But it, it feels like we just try to see if we can make it more. Um, and that's kind of what we did this weekend. Uh, not that we had a lot of choice, but it was the Shell Price volleyball tournament and we had it over in uh, Olathe at the home field. Olathe is a suburb of Kansas City if you're not from around here. And uh, yeah, it was all day Saturday, starting at like 7.20 in the morning we had to be there. And then same thing Sunday. It went Saturday, it went until like, oh man, like 6.30. Uh, Sunday, so there were two pools on Saturday. So Saturday alone was 6.30 matches of volleyball for these girls that's a lot um first three matches were lights out i mean they just crushed the opponents uh, second pool i think we worked ourselves into a real high bracket so we were definitely playing teams that were at a higher level uh but we did take one set out of all of those six sets which is kind of sad but that's what happened man and then Sunday we had a pool um, that we played through and same thing, just dominated. And then ended up in the championship game for that bracket and won, got first place. So not it's not a gold medal, uh, it's just a medal. Just for that particular bracket we were in, we won. And it was pretty amazing because on Saturday we had a meltdown one of the players kind of lost their cool at the end of the day before the the last set started the second set and this team was beating on us pretty good um we're a better team i can definitely say i know probably everybody always says that crap but it's true we were definitely the better team but i think they got in our heads and one of the players just kind of started falling apart and sometimes if it's it depends on the player some players can just shrug that off and keep going you know that uh, you don't have to be happy but you also don't have to have a real sourpuss you know and and have your face all down and look pissed or sad um, and that's kind of what ended up happening and the coach had said something about the attitude and then it went back and forth a little bit and then in the huddle before the second set this this girl and I I feel for her man because I know it had to be frustrating she was getting shut down a lot she was miffing 
hits and passes. It was ugly at the end of the first set. So she kind of yelled in the huddle, like, and then walked away from the huddle and was crying and stuff. And everybody else was just kind of standing there like, what the hell's going on? But the problem is he had already made the lineup, um, the coach did, so that person had to go in. You can't alter it at that point. So it was kind of a pickle. Um, and really the issue is is that, you know, when something like that happens, it's pretty shocking, obviously to the coach and to that particular player, but it's shocking to the rest of the team too. And I think it just got to everybody. And you know, this team we play, too, I'm, I'm going to say something about them that's not real positive. I'm not going to say who they are, but this team was a little much, man. There was a lot of kind of little butthole moves they were making. It wasn't cool at all. One of the things they do, which I think really sucks ass, and it's pretty weak, too. Dude, you don't, you know, you don't do shit like this, but they had a cheer for when the other team calls timeout. Where are you going to go, dude? You going to drive through that car in front of you? God, these people are lunatics, man, these days driving. I mean, seriously, what a fucking loser, dude. You're a loser. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, they have a timeout cheer because the other team called a timeout, you know? So if you things start kind of going bad, not always. Sometimes you call timeout for other reasons. But things start kind of going bad, you know, like maybe you've lost three or four or five points in a row, um, or ten if you're on last year's team. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Never call timeouts. I don't get it. But uh, but if you do that, then, you know, coach will call a timeout, settle your brains, and maybe settle their brains a little bit because they're on a roll on the other side. And whenever people do that, I watch this team all day, Whenever other teams would do that, they had this stupid cheer about timeout, how they got them to call timeout. It was ridiculous, man. Um, anyway, long story short, we lost those final two sets against that team. The funny thing is, in the bracket play, that's the team we played for the championship. <laughs> the next day, on Sunday, and in the first set, it was pretty close. I think it was 25-22, they won. And then in the second set, we started out with 17 straight serves against them. So they scored no points at all. We scored 17. You know, we had a 17-0 run against them. And, I mean, it was, <laughs> it was fun to watch it because of the way they acted. Even, even when we played them in that first set, they did that timeout cheer. It was bullshit. Um... But they weren't doing any of that shit in the second set. We beat them 25 to 8. So the way it scores is this. Uh, in the first two sets, it starts at 4, and you got to get to 25. Whoever gets to 25 first, or you have to win by 2. So if the other team has 23, and then they score 24, and you've already got 24, you got to score... 26 basically you got to win by two so that wasn't even a problem because we, <laughs> we won 25 to 8 and then so we pushed for that third set the third set set starts at zero and goes to 15 no problem we thumped them and and it was it was a beating they, they took a beat down from us both of those sets 
And it's kind of like, the way I look at it is all that cockiness and all that bullshit and those, and those kind of butthole cheers about time out caught up with them, man. And they ended up going up against the team and we finally got our heads straight and played like we should be playing. And things happened, man. We made things happen and we destroyed them. So it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, and the girls were just so excited and jazz. I was so proud of them all. I made a point to each girl. We had a girl who was kind of guest starring on our team. She practiced with us last week. And uh, she's actually a year younger, but she's got a really powerful hit. Um, but anyway, she played with us for this tournament. And the thing was to see if she was gonna be a part of our team now. And yeah, I mean, obviously that's gonna happen. You know, I mean, I kind of knew it. Dude, after she hit the 17 straight serves, our whole side applauded her. And her own teammates did too. And so that was really cool. And I think it made her feel good about being a part of this group. And I think it made the parents feel good, her parents and all of us parents, that she's probably a good fit with us. So, uh, yeah, I mean, she messes up just like everybody else. But dude, when she connects with that ball, she hits these kills shots that are really almost impossible to get under. I mean, they don't just go straight down to the ground and back or forwards. They go straight down to the ground across the net. Like, you know, right in front of the net on their side, straight down to like, because she, she was hitting outside, so they were going straight down to the right in front of this other team, or their left. And it was just deadly. She got a couple of those, and they were just brutal. And uh, so on top of her set, she had a couple nice plays. And, yeah, obviously she's a good fit, right? The only thing that it does kind of affect is um, it does affect other people's playing time, and that includes my daughter as well, possibly. Um, but, you know, I mean, sometimes you got to look at the bigger picture and look at the team. And I have to agree uh, that it only makes sense, right? She's got some things to work on, but shit, they all got things to work on. So, But it was a fun, it ended up a fun deal. It was a pretty boring deal, to be honest with you. It, it, it took forever. Uh, and, as you know, by the song I played there at the beginning, <laughs> that same Sunday was Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, so I ended up contacting a wing stop out where we were, which is about 40 minutes or so away from where we live and ordering wings and they had them ready. Uh, and I went and picked them up at like 1:30 in the afternoon. They were ready to go. So I just kept them in the cooler, got them home. We heated them up. That's what we had for the game while we enjoyed watching that game. Now, um, Things seemed a little more dire in that game, to be honest with you, than they did in this volleyball tournament. I, I don't know how the Chiefs played so bad, especially really the first three quarters. It was ugly. Um, not that San Francisco played lights out. I mean, that quarterback played great, and I know he's a rook. He's not a rookie. He's a rookie last year. But still, uh, he played pretty good and, and kept his wits about him. But come around the end of the third quarter, into the fourth quarter, dude, if you ever saw any of the huddles or whatever, that dude had some major grass stains on the back of his jersey. <laughs> he was getting hit, and it was getting rough. And that's when the Chiefs turned it up, 
we got into overtime and then in overtime of course we sealed the deal they left us precious little time really but we sealed the deal they scored a field goal we scored a touchdown and won our second consecutive super bowl uh that was the fourth super bowl we've been in in five years which is nuts 80 percent of the super bowls over the last half decade are starring the chiefs that's nuts and out of those four visits we've won three rings that's crazy uh, so there's a lot of talk about next year trying to get there again for the three-peat because that would be gigantic if we won three in a row Super Bowls. Um, but anyway, it was, it was a fun Super Bowl to watch. I think Usher did pretty good, you know. I'm not a big fan of his music, but dude, that, that dude can dance, man. He can move. So that was fun to watch. The commercials were funny, you know. The Taylor Swift coverage was minimal. Um, you know, it, it was it was a good, I thought it was a good deal. I know a lot of people said they hated the game. It was boring. It was, really. I mean, up until around that end, middle to the end of the third quarter. And that's when shit started getting a little serious. And, and the Chiefs just, you know, pulled out all the stops and beat their ass eventually. And that's kind of what happened with us at that volleyball tournament. So it was a cool weekend. That's what's going on good in my life. One more thing that's going on really good. Besides, I love this new recorder, by the way, this new portable recorder um this h6 uh is amazing zoom h6 all black series is what it's called one of the oldest connectors on it i've seen on a newer piece of technology the old uh usb mini but hey you know what i'm not transferring a lot of files using it right <laughs> really all i'm doing is uh taking the card out editing the podcast pulling it off there editing the podcast spitting out a podcast so it doesn't really matter um but some really cool news is right now I am on my way to pick up my brand new MacBook Pro. I bought a, my, okay, the Mac Pro that I rebuilt a few years ago. Now, first off, that thing is 14 years old. So I did upgrade the processor and the RAM and it's running okay. Uh, it stutters quite a bit more. It's starting to kind of slow down. I may end up ultimately using it as a Plex server because the old Plex server's kind of getting up there in, in age, a little long in the tooth. <coughs> Pardon me. But we'll see. I, I'm not sure exactly, but it, I don't think it's feasible for me to use it as my everyday computer and or to edit video or audio, really. It's starting to stutter a little much, which, shit, dude. It's a 14-year-old computer. Granted, whoever bought that thing when it was new... <laughs> paid way too much for it maybe i don't know it's 14 years old maybe they didn't pay too much of it. i mean even if you paid four thousand dollars for it or fit forty five hundred dollars for it you paid around three hundred dollars per year that's not bad at all and i i will argue forever for mac in that respect because uh one thing that i have certainly noticed about apple systems especially you got to go a little bit high range not the lowest end but they last a hell of a long time. I have an old MacBook Pro too that it still works. It's not great, but it works. I have a, uh, I have an iMac from 1999 that still works. I mean, that thing is 25 years old, <laughs> dude. That's all you gotta know. It still works. Yeah, the monitor went out because it's an old tube, but you can connect it to an external monitor. It still works. That's crazy. Um, so, 
you know, I did buy a MacBook Pro. I, I like the 14 inch, the new 14 inch edition because I, I, you know, very minimally will I ever be editing video when I'm on the run. Um, but if I need to, I can. And I do have a portable monitor if I need to do that, by the way. Um, so, so there's that, but um, it's a beautiful monitor that's built in, by the way, the screen is. And the system is beautiful. I got the Midnight Black Edition, which I, I think looks awesome. Um, I got the uh, M3 Pro processor. Uh, I think it's got 19 GPU cores. I, I don't remember. I'll have to look at it again, but it's up there, man. It, it's going to be a, a zipper for sure. Uh, RAM, I don't like the RAM configurations they're doing because it is unified RAM, so... The processor uses the RAM, obviously, and then also the G the GPU will the built-in GPU will use part of the RAM too for whatever it's doing. But 18 should be sufficient. I mean, Mac operating system doesn't require much RAM. You could probably run it easily with four gigs, so that frees up that other 14 just for video, which is right up my alley. So, yeah pretty powerful little machine it's got a terabyte hard drive in it or ssd sorry um it's gonna be a zipper man i'm, I'm looking forward to it ordered up a uh, a skin for it i'm always adamant about making sure that it's protected in case i want to resell it ever and that's really paid off for me in the past so to me it's worth what 65 bucks i think i spent well 70 with shipping for an awesome d brand skin um, that'll cover the whole thing on the outside and even the trackpad and, and the inside a little bit too, um, to ensure that it never gets too scratched up or messed up. And then I also ordered a one of the standing docks so you can just pop it in there. Um, and then I ordered a Thunderbolt 4 dock, actually. Not a standing dock, it's just a stand for it. And I'll put that on a, in a different area. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's gonna be a great system. Shouldn't be a big issue. Uh, running my monitors off of it. Um, yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's happening. I'm excited about that. Um, I'm, get, I'm going to pick it up right now. The other stuff will be here tomorrow. Not the skin. Skin will take probably like a week, which is fine. Um, but, yeah, whole new system. I'm excited about it, man. Uh, and it should last me for a long time. I mean, you know. Like I said, I got some old ones around. I think the MacBook Pro that I have that still works is around a 2007 or 2008, something like that. It's old. Um, and then that Mac Pro I have. So, I mean, those systems are a, a well over a decade. So, I, I don't foresee me having to buy a new system here for a decade, which is great. I, I don't do a lot of heavy work on it. I, I just, I do like to edit some videos still. And uh, for the volleyball team right now, I'm spitting out. All the I'm shooting all the matches with my Osmo DJI Osmo action camera, um, <clears throat> and then in 4K 60, and then I'm spitting out those in 1080p, uh, and I have a playlist that you know, family and the coach and stuff. Coach asked me to record them, so they can go watch these, um, and they are in 4K. So if there's anything anybody wants to see, I also shot them in 60 frames a second, so I could actually slow down parts of it to half speed which would be kind of cool if they need that um, <clears throat> but you know that kind of work does take a little bit more especially in 4k than 
these older systems can really handle well. It can still handle it. I can still edit 4K on that 14-year-old Mac. I just, it takes a long time, <laughs> and it's kind of slow. And these new Apple Silicon chips are crazy, crazy fast and powerful. So should be a, a big eye-opener for me when I go to export the first video and what used to take minutes takes seconds. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. But I'm here to get it right now. I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to come back and talk to you guys about what I'm into. Maybe I'll put a little music here in between or something funny in between. Uh, and when I come back, I'll talk to you a little bit more about So, MacBook Pro with M3 Pro inside, 12-core uh, processor, 18-core GPU, uh, 18 gigs unified RAM, 1 terabyte SSD. It's a fast little mofo, man. Got it in hand, heading back home. So, what am I into right now? Well... That's not too difficult. I do want to watch the last couple seasons of Fargo before this fifth season. Uh, I know one has Ewan McGregor in it, and another has Chris Rock. So I'm kind of interested in seeing those, so I'm probably going to watch those. Um, <clears throat> but I haven't started yet. What else have I been watching? Uh, you know, I mean, you know, we went and saw Wonka at the movies, and I think I told you guys that. Um, but what, what I liked about it a lot is it reminded me so much of the original film with back in the 70s, 1971, I think. The first one, uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, I believe is what it's called. Yes. Um, but the one with Gene Wilder. It reminded me a lot of that. The humor was kind of silly and ridiculous. Um, there was a lot of songs in it, you know. And it just, I, you know... The one with Johnny Depp, I don't mind. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, it's fine. But it's, uh, I don't know. It's almost, uh, look, I love Tim Burton. But it's almost too weird, <laughs> you know? It's like, uh, sometimes it feels like it's weird for the sake of being weird. Like it's not really required. They just, they're doing it so you'll go, man, that's weird. You know? And I mean, they do that now. That is kind of a thing. And he's notorious for doing that, so... That probably is what's going on. But, yeah, I mean, look, the whole idea of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is already weird. <laughs> you don't need to weird it up even more, okay? It's already a fantastical adventure and situation that is unlike what we normally know in life, okay? So you don't gotta, you don't, you, I'm sorry, you don't gotta, don't go to, you don't have to play it up because it's already weird. So, um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was really good, the new one. So when we were watching it, we went and saw it as a family and, and my son's girlfriend came along too. And, you know, what I told them when we were leaving, we were driving home and everything. I said, man, you guys ever seen the original one? Cause this is the, what we just saw is a prequel to the original one. And they're like, no. And I go, if you like this one, cause that's what they were talking about. I go, you're really going to like the one it's old. I'm not going to lie, it's going to look a little dated in parts. Um, 
like you guys are going to freak out when it's Mike TV and they're showing people on TV and it's a tube. <laughs> you could be like, where's the widescreen TV, you know? <laughs> but I mean, other than that, it really fits well with it. So that's exciting. Uh, I've got those two uh, locked and loaded to watch at home. I'd like to watch them both back to back and see how that all works out. The other thing that's out there that I really am excited about, and coincidentally also stars uh, Timothy Chalamet, is Dune Part 2. I've already got my tickets for the first day it's open and uh, for IMAX, because you got to get them now, man. I mean, it was already almost sold out on a couple other time slots, so I went ahead and just grabbed it. But yeah, I'm excited to see that man i i love dune i mean i that the, those first three books are pretty unstoppable um they're they're classics in the history of science fiction so looking forward to seeing that as well uh at home i started watching masters of the air which is the third in the series from you know band of brothers i think i talked about this before it's okay uh that also ties to the song i played at the beginning because um, Austin Butler is in it, and Austin Butler's in Dune, part two also. Whoa! And uh, Austin Butler played Elvis. So interesting. And Tom Hanks, I think, is in the Elvis film too, and he's the producer of all these World War II shows. So uh, he's an executive producer on Masters of the Air. So yeah, it's weird how it all ties together. Anyway, you know, I mean, it, it's... I watched about the first half of the first episode and I just kind of, I was tired, so I just turned it off. You know, I'll finish it later. But it's different, you know. But battles in the air are a little different than battles on ground hand to hand and, and or just shooting. You know, it's kind of hard to display just how crazy everything's going you know the anxiety of what's happening while you're flying this plane and you've got gunners in different areas i mean the only dogfight type situation i can think of and these aren't dogfights they're big these are big bombers that they're flying um, but they do have people manned in the uh the, the guns you know so there's that aspect so it the only time i've ever really seen that done well has got to be star wars man with the Millennium Falcon, not just the original, any time where there's extra guns and they have scenes like that, it, they've done it really well, man. And it is intense. And I just didn't really get that feeling from this show so far. Again, I've watched half of the first episode, so I'll give it a little more of a break than that. But it just didn't captivate me like the other two shows did, like right from the get-go. So, whatever. They didn't call me and ask me what I wanted in it either, so, you know. Uh, other than that, I mean, yeah, I've been watching way too much volleyball. Um, football game was great. Watched that. Uh, there's really not much else that we're just so gung-ho on watching right now. To be honest with you, we're exhausted. I mean, it's been a whirlwind month, and we're about halfway through this month. <laughs> I mean, tomorrow's Valentine's Day, so when this drops, it'll be Valentine's Day. Um... Yeah, we're halfway through the month. What am I listening to? Ah, now, here we go. There's a lot of stuff here. Um, 
I did get my copy of Seeds by TV on the radio. Looks, sounds amazing. There's extra cool stuff that's inside of it too, uh, including a, this little plastic thing that you move back and forth over the album covers, the back and the front, and it, it's pretty wild. It kind of animates what you see, the symbol. That if you know this album, you know what I'm talking about. There's kind of a, an interesting computer-generated piece of art on the front, and it kind of animates that. It's, it's trippy. Um, but what a great album, man. Absolutely fantastic. And then, you know, we went out with, uh, we went and took one of our granddaughters to, the youngest one, took her to uh, go check out, uh, just to spend some time with her. But we went to Red Robin, took her to that. Eh, that's okay. I mean, it's not the worst food if you're stuck in it. Really, if you got a little kid with you, it's a good place to be, so, because it's kind of loud in there. Um, but afterwards, we stopped by Barnes & Noble. There's a Barnes & Noble right by where we went. And right through the door, walking in the door, it was in the media area, and there were records for sale for $5, brand new records. And the first one I saw was Public Enemy. Man plans, God laughs, you know? Love that record, man. I love Public Enemy. Um, and then on top of that, kind of poking around in there a little bit more, I found AOI, Mosaic Thump the first artificial intelligence album by De La Soul. So now I have both of those. I think I'm up to four or five. Uh, I think I'm up to four uh, De La Soul albums now on vinyl, which is great. So I've uh, been listening to that one. I haven't actually listened to the Public Enemy one yet. So be looking forward to that. I might do that this afternoon. We'll see. Um, what else? I mean, not a ton of stuff that I can think of. I have listened to that uh, volume 101 of uh, Vinyl Moon. I've listened to that a little bit. It's really good. I like that one a lot. Uh, in addition to the kind of hip-hop nerd album, it's not nerdcore, but it's a lot of like hip-hop, R&B songs that go along with Legend of Zelda or Link, you know, the Nintendo video games. Pretty good stuff. Really dig those. Um, that album's awesome. I'm glad I threw that album in with Volume 101 because, yeah, it's cool. It's a cool album, man. Uh, that's about it on listening. I mean, there's some stuff coming out. I usually don't go in for something like this, but I did see they're going to put out a special 3-inch turntable on Record Store Day in April. We'll have already gone on our big trip and come back by this point. We're, we're headed to uh, a really beautiful area in Mexico just for a few days. Got my passport back pretty quick. Actually, I'm pretty excited about how fast it came. But anyway, we're uh, headed down there for just like four nights. While the kids are out of town, they're headed to Los Angeles for a school music trip. So that's pretty cool for them too. You know, and I was thinking about it. These kids have been to both coasts within one year. I mean, that's tremendous for being a 16 years old when my daughter is, and she's been to both coasts within one year's time. That's wild. So good for her and good for these kids. I'm glad we're able to give them things like this, you know? Um, and I'm also really glad we're able to give ourselves this awesome freaking suite that we're going to have when we go to Mexico. 
which uh, is all-inclusive resort we're staying in. We were going to go into town probably once anyway and check out some stuff. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a, a little mini swimming pool on the back deck where we're staying. Pretty amazing. Um, so that's exciting. Um, but, yeah, really looking forward to the little bit of paradise. Got a jacuzzi tub in our suite. I mean, it's going to be awesome, dude. It's a beautiful place. I'll show you guys pictures when we get back. It's it's incredible. So we're really looking forward to that. Um, I don't know how I got off on that subject. Oh, record store day. <laughs> They're putting out a three-inch turntable. They do this every year, I believe. Every record store day. I think it's once a year. It's the first record store day of the year every year. They put out a special three-inch turntable you know so they're little tiny records that are one song basically and uh beck did one there's been a bunch of nor jones i think did one there's a bunch of them but this one this year is pretty cool because it's not just the turntable you get a little mini uh record carrying case and you get four beatles singles so that's pretty badass and the little mini turntable actually has bluetooth built in so it can play through Bluetooth speakers. And it also has um, hookups to play things externally through a stereo or whatever. Pretty wild, man. So I don't know. I may have to go for that one. I don't know how much it's going to cost. But uh, it might be worth it no matter. Even if it's a couple hundred dollars, it's possibly worth it. Because what a, what a cool item, you know. And... I don't know. I'm curious about it. I'm curious to see how it works. So we'll see. We'll have to see what albums are going to... They haven't put out the list yet for what's going to be available on Record Store Day in April. <laughs> the end of April. So we'll have to see what all is available. That may help determine whether or not I plunk down a chunk of change for that mini turntable. Uh, I mean, if there's just a couple albums I'm interested in, yeah. But if there's like 10 records I'm interested in... It's going to be hard to spit out a couple hundred for that turntable. I still may. I don't know. I have to see how it goes. I'm, I'm feeling good about that situation. We'll see. That's really what I've been listening to lately. Um, reading. I mean, I have read a little bit of the comics that I have backed up on. I got a backlog on my uh, Kindle reader of comics and graphic novels. Really hoping to kick some of those out when we go on this trip. And I know my wife, ooh, look at that old Lincoln Continental. What a beauty. Classic car. Um, I know my wife's looking at trying to read a book, too, when we're down there. She loves reading. I do, too. You know, I know comics and graphic novels aren't exactly the same as regular reading. I like reading regular books, too. But um, I tend to have more time to go through some of these. And I'm, I'm more interested, really, in these graphic novels and comics. Um what else is there? Games, video games, really nothing. Uh, I did download this organizational, it's kind of funny, it's a game, but it's like store shelves, and you have to move items around so you get three of them. It's, it's basically like a block game or any game where you have to match three, but the difference is it's like retail products in a store is kind of what it looks like. That's kind of fun, I've been playing that one a little bit. And then I did, downloaded some games that I've put in on my phone uh, for emulation because I told you guys I bought that that 
controller that my phone will fit in. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's like a big switch, you know, <laughs> beautiful screen on this phone, of course. But yeah, I mean, it works pretty good. Um, the Switch games aren't all that great. I mean, just because it's Switch games are power hungry. Um, but I do, I have been playing the Super Mario RPG that they put out for Switch. I think it's just a remaster of the old one. I've been playing that one on there and it, it works really well. Uh, Link, uh, you know, not Breath of the Wild, it's the other one, Tears of the Kingdom or whatever. Uh, and even Sonic Frontiers, that those don't work very well on there. I, I need to play around with them a little more and see if I can get them to work well. Um, the other thing is GameCube. Got some GameCube games on there. Uh, they play pretty well. Um, got a couple Saturn games that play really well on there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's cool. I've just been tinkering with it. I'll get into it once I find a game. I'm like, I want to play this. That That's when I'll spend some serious time with it but probably not until then. And podcasts. Well, I do have a new podcast, believe it or not. I'm still listening to the same ones, man. Uh, that survival, real survival one, that one is amazing. But um, I started listening to Fly on the Wall. Now that podcast is it's Dana Carvey and David Spade. And it's been around a while too. I, I guess I just didn't realize, I think I heard about it before. I just didn't go check it out. But I've been listening to that one, and the episode I'm on right now is a Phil Hartman tribute episode, and it's awesome, man. But even uh, not, I, I was listening to some of the uh, earlier or the newer episodes, uh, and they were talking about the Grammys and you know how Killer Mike got arrested and whatever. That's appropriate though, dude, because that, I mean, you know, look, if you're a rapper. Uh, getting arrested for battery at the Grammys probably just going to sell more records for you. So, <laughs> but they were kind of laughing about you know, oh, big surprise, Killer Mike got arrested for assault and battery. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. They didn't know who he was, you know. But Run Run the Jewels is an incredible group, and Killer Mike's awesome. So, uh, despite his name, he has great ideas about how to make the world more peaceful and how to clean up the hood and how to make life in the hood a little bit better. And, and he's a really smart man, you know. I, I love Run the Jewels and I love him, so. But they were cracking on him a little bit and I get it because of his stage name, whatever. <laughs> but it was funny. I was laughing at their jokes, man. <laughs> They're funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's about it on podcasts. Nothing new besides that. You know, just the same old stuff. Still listening to all the same ones I've been listening to and I've talked about before. Especially the real survival one is fantastic. Uh, Mr. Bowen's Medical Mysteries is great. And then Run Fool is a fantastic uh, Mr. Bowen Network uh, show as well. I love that. So th those are all what I'm really listening to heavy as far as podcasts. And of course, this incredible podcast you're listening to right now where the purveyor of this podcast actually spends money on equipment that he doesn't get anything back for it's because it's a hobby i'm a tech nerd and so you know if i can find a reason to buy new tech i'm gonna do it even if it's just a money pit i'm just sinking money into it for no apparent reason so uh i don't care i i just love doing this show and talking and i hope you guys enjoy listening to it that's all i got right now i do know on the last episode i didn't give my usual outgoing uh, phrase and I apologize for that it's things have just been crazy you know but if you are in my neighborhood 
and you are, you know, you're looking around and you see where I live and everything, do me a favor and get off my lawn.